0: This is a football podcast, man. Meat. Football. Good. Ben, we talk football. We (laughs) eat (laughs) burgers.
1: Welcome back to the Fantasy Brothers podcast. It's Josh. It's Ben. And it is. I got it right this time.
0: Good job. I'm proud of you.
1: I, I I have made it. I feel like that was the worst way to start an episode last time, not even yeah, knowing we where we are, two who, weeks what we're into doing. the future. Yeah, you know it hate happens. To see it. it happens. It it's part of life, I guess. I don't know. Um, we've got some news. We got start of the weeks here, starts of the week here on this episode of the podcast. Uh, really quickly before we hop into it. We appreciate all the support on the podcast, on Instagram, wherever you have been consuming the stuff we have been putting out. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, If you enjoy the episode, though, one thing you can do to help us out a ton, leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening, uh, and you can check us out wherever you do social media. We are the Fantasy Brothers. There you go. There you go. All right. How's your week been?
0: How's life? It's going.
1: Yeah? Kind just trucking along?
0: Just I'm just trying to get to another, another Sunday. Another That's all Sunday, I'm doing yeah. at this point.
1: I am feeling signs of hope because in, we call it the Mully Boys League, the OG League, the league that we care the most about, I'm finally having some success. Number, what, two in points, I think, in that league right now? Sitting nice at 4-0. Oh. I haven't felt this before. I don't know what to do with myself.
0: I've I've felt it before, you know, multiple seasons in a row, only to lose in the playoffs. So so don't get comfortable.
1: I I'm just hoping, you know, it's it's the league where I happened to have Puka Nakua and Devon A-Chain on the bench, and I sort of like sold the farm to win this year on top of that. So like the roster is looking pretty good. And it's it's honestly the first time in a few years with this team specifically where it feels like Guys can get hurt, and I can put somebody in the lineup that's actually good, not just like, oh no, I have to play. I don't know who's been that guy, Rashad Bateman, or like, you know, Terry McLaurin. But when he had Taylor Heineke at quarterback, it's where it's like, oh gross, I don't really want to play him, but you have See, to. See,
0: mine is mine is the opposite. It's a it's been a super team for years. Have not been able to come up with a championship. I feel the window closing. Uh, some guys have underperformed this year. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Jameer Gibbs has not been what I was hoping for when I traded for him. I feel it slipping. We're not out of the woods yet. I mean, Josh Allen is on the team; he's balling. Justin Jefferson's on the team; he's balling. But I'm also an injury away from having to put Zach Charbonnet in the lineup. So. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes!
1: Yeah, that's that doesn't make you feel great. But you know, at the same time, you do have. Uh, no, you don't. Some have of to the elite, elite of the elite are on the. Team. You do, yeah. I mean, you've got. It's unfortunate when you have heavily invested in Cincinnati Bengals in basically every league you care about, and so the the byproduct of that is now that Joe Burrow and company have sort of crapped the bed the first couple of weeks, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. As a result, they're not doing super hot, and, and you're sweating a little bit.
0: A little bit. Now, Chase, I'm not really worried about Chase. I think he's fine. He's been fine. His target share is is unbelievable, and his talent's unbelievable. So, I mean, he's had like, quote-unquote, three out of four bad weeks, and he's still scoring like 10 points, 11 points a week. Like, that's just right. how good Jamar Chase is. So, he hasn't had a touchdown yet either, so I'm not really panicking there.
1: Yeah, Justin On Jefferson
0: the... is the beating heart of that team. Like, he Honestly, is you absolutely are... carrying it.
1: You are rolling Josh Allen and Justin Jefferson and hoping you get 60 points from those two every week, and it's just enough.
0: They have done it the past it. two weeks. so
1: They have been doing it. I can't wait for Cooper Cup to return. Um, yeah, you in, just our, said, in our
0: other main dynasty league, I've got Taylor and Cup sitting on the PUP, just ready to insert them back into the lineup and you just feel like juice you're about the a, crap out of that team.
1: You're doing a shot of testosterone. You're like, it okay, is, it's ready to go. Yeah,
0: the team hasn't looked good either. Like Joe Burrow's one of the quarterbacks we got. The team has been like struggling, but it has somehow managed to get to three and one in like four close weeks every single week. So yeah. the fact that we're about to add Cup and Taylor feels really good.
1: Yeah. I mean, speaking of Cup and Taylor, we might as well talk about it. Yeah. They uh Jonathan Taylor practiced fully on Thursday. Cooper Cup practiced fully on Thursday. Um Cooper Cup I'm not have you, okay, have you seen it confirmed that he's going to play Sunday, or I, is it just like he might play Sunday? We just I haven't seen
0: anything to confirming it. I've seen a lot of like mainstream guys on Twitter, you know they report you know he's practicing fully, so he's at least right now they're saying he's on track to play Sunday. It's not confirmed that he will, but everything is lining up so that he should play Sunday, not guaranteed, yeah. but very very possible he's going to play so, Sunday. Same as Taylor. He's practicing fully. I listened to his interviews. He seems committed and willing to play for the Colts this year. I doubt it's anything past this year, but it looks like he's going to play.
1: He's got to, because if he doesn't play and they put him or they shut him down, this season doesn't count towards his contract. So then he cannot go get a long-term deal at the end of the season. He'll still be on the last year of his rookie deal. So, yeah, I would imagine he's going to play. I guess – So the way the PUP works is there's a 21-day window where you can be activated and then you can practice for three weeks and not play, not be made active. Um, But then if you don't end up playing after that 21-day window, then you get shut down for the rest of the season. So it's still very possible that Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor, now that they're, they're activated off of PUP, but they still could practice for like two more weeks and not play before they end up showing up on Sundays. I don't really know. And that's, I feel like they're both sort of game time decisions because I haven't seen anything definitive either which way about them.
0: Yeah. So like I said, no guarantee that either one of them plays, but the fact that they have both logged full practices back to back days puts them very on track to play this Sunday.
1: Right. So, Mm With Jonathan Taylor, I feel like it's pretty cut and dry, right? If he plays, I think you lock him in as a top 12 running back, especially the way Zach Moss has played, right? I mean, Zach Moss had – looks great. Yeah, he's been fine, a top 15 running back. And you put Jonathan Taylor in there, and he's going to be 10x. Uh, plus, that offense, honestly, has looked a lot more functional than I thought it would with Anthony Richardson, um, at least early. So, Taylor, you lock him in. With Cooper Cup, you've got Pukunakua, who has basically been Cooper Cup for the Rams – without Cooper Cup. And Tutu Atwell has been really, really great as well. So with with Cup coming back, assuming he plays Sunday, I know we've talked about it ad nauseum with the Puka Nakua side of this, but with the Cooper Cup side of this, what are you doing or like do you downgrade Cooper Cup at all because Puka Nakua is there and has been super great? Um, or do you I, just
0: I don't think I am. I drafted him at, you know, top five in drafts. I'm um, I'm putting him in the lineup. With full confidence. I mean, maybe Cup does a little bit. I don't. I don't know. Or or Nakua affects it a little bit. I don't know. He's got an in instant, you know, chemistry with Stafford. I think yeah. this Sunday's a high-scoring game. It's against the Eagles, um, and yeah. we'll talk about that a little bit later with some starts of this week. I mean, if he's playing, I'm not. I don't. I honestly, don't think I'm. I'm benching Nakua either. I know we talked about it yesterday. I would still put him. I'm lowering him a lot. I'm putting yeah. him as like a flex play. But I think I think you're gonna see some some scoring in this. I'm firing Cup as a top five receiver.
1: Yeah, I probably would too. I think I think I probably have Cup as a top five receiver and I'd probably have Nakua inside my top fifteen. And that's just I feel like it's a pretty conservative you know, you put Puka like twelve to fifteen ish, you put Cup at like five. And then I feel like that's like a nice safe start, and then we we'll just sort of see what happens Sunday and move on from there.
0: Yeah, I, I you're probably higher on Nakua than I am. I don't know if I, with Cup playing, I've got him in my top fifteen. But I'm I mean, still not he's second.
1: He's second in the NFL in receiving yards. Like he's not just going to go away. Yeah, I guess I'm that's not saying I'm he's going to
0: go it. away. But it's the same. It's the T. Higgins situation again. You're adding a dominant alpha back to the situation, so he's not going to go but away. But also, there's going to be a whole let's lot be more honest. fluidity with the situation.
1: Let's be honest, how we feel about T. Higgins, though. If Joe Burrow is like usual, T. Higgins is inside your top fifteen. That's fair. T. Higgins is your wide receiver twelve, assuming Joe Burrow is like normal. Obviously, with with the offense being horrendous right now, he, he's not in your top fifteen, but. Uh, he's probably not—I don't even know if you're starting him because <laughs> their offense has been that bad. But if things are normal, T. Higgins is locked in your top 15.
0: That's fair. I also do think T. Higgins is better than Pukunokua.
1: Yeah, I still don't seen. know what—dude, I don't know what to do with him because he's been so wildly productive that it's just—like, at a certain point, you I don't almost know if it's the, have just to like turn your brain off what? and deal with it. Maybe, baby. But, like, everything in my head says this guy should not be this good this fast. And I think to a certain extent, I almost have to turn the like rational part of my brain off and just say, you know what? He's producing at a ridiculous clip. Just sort of trust your eyeballs and trust the stats and say, okay, he's really good. And I guess just buy into it and, and just see what happens. I don't know. I'd still flex him. Oh, yeah. Cool. I, I think he's definitely a solid flex. I, I truly cannot remember the last time a wide receiver, and to a lesser extent, Nico Collins, too, at the beginning of the season, like came out, was a nothing, and then is now like a top go. 10 receiver. Crazy. That's what competent quarterback play will do for you. But like, I can't remember a year where two receivers that were, that were nothing, I mean, literally not drafted, are top 10 every week plays. I can't remember.
0: This has been a crazy.
1: It's been wild. It's been really wild. Um, speaking of crazy years, Kevin O'Connell apparently is going to give K-makers more work over the next couple of weeks.
0: To be fair, that is exactly what, uh, what's his name, this Rams coach said he would do in the offseason.
1: Sean McVay was like, "We're going to build an offense around Cam Akers. Cam Akers
0: is the centerpiece, not Cooper Cup. It is Cam Akers' offense."
1: Yes, that w- those those Incorrect. were words that came out of his mouth. And then what happened in Week One? Oh, it was the Kyron Williams show.
0: Then the what? healthy scratch, and then traded.
1: I'll believe Get it O'Connell. when I see it, Kevin O'Connell. To be fair, it's again. I'm not saying we should buy into Cam Akers. Don't hear what I'm not saying. No, no, no. Don't do, do not do not start Cam Akers. No. Don't do no. it. Do not hear what I'm not saying. But here's what I am saying. He was pretty efficient in his first week with Minnesota. That's all I'm saying. I don't do with that what you will, but he was he was efficient.
0: I mean, I got Cam Akers for cheap in a few places. So I mean, I would love to see him do well because oh, I got I, him for next to nothing.
1: It. You know, we have been talking about... His, Cam Akers' name has come out of our mouths enough that at this point, it's like, I just want to see him... Like, every squirrel finds an acorn, you know? I, I just need Cam Akers to find his acorn. It just feels like it's time. You know?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, he had,
1: he had eight yards of carry on Sunday. He had five carries, 40 yards. I don't know. I don't know. Do with that information what you will. Um... We'll find out Sunday. Yeah, we will, because he's going to go out and he's going to do nothing, because that is the Cam Akers experience. Yep. Um, The Panthers are looking to trade for a wide receiver. One makes sense. Um, I have seen many names dropped. uh, T. Higgins, but the one that I have seen more than others, and the one that seems actually the most reasonable is Marquise Brown. Uh, Just fitting in what they need. What they don't have any field stretching whatsoever. And their offensive line has not done a great job, I guess, creating the run. It, it's, it's not been terrible, but it hasn't been great. And they have not done a super job protecting Bryce Young in the past game either. So they, they need a legit target hog. They also need a guy who can go down the field. Because Adam Thielen, he's a slot guy. Uh, DJ Thielen's actually
0: been f- decent this year.
1: He has been, but it's, it's targets. He's just getting a lot of targets, and he's their guy in the red zone, which makes sense because, honestly, like, Terrace Marshall, I mean, he's,
0: eh. That'd you know, DJ good. Chark is, Terrace yeah. Marshall's over. Like, he's not, if he hadn't done anything to this point, he's not going to.
1: Right. I mean, he is, he has, he has been targeted, and he has shown flashes here and there, but is absolutely nothing consistent. Jonathan Mingo hasn't done jack diddly. It's also, also not saying much. Now, oh, great. Uh, rookie receivers this year—it's—it's it's the curse. Outside of like Puka and Zay Flowers, none of them are doing anything.
0: Is it too much to ask? Side tangent for JSN to get anything—is that—is that too much for me to ask?
1: I told—I'll tell you what I—what I said in a text to you was, um, I think it was the Seahawks. Both—both both of their starting offensive tackles are hurt, and, I mean, obviously. Uh DK Metcalf and um Tyler Lockett are incredible. So we know we just we know that, but the other part that's not helping JSN out is their tackles are hurt and they're just like running two wide receiver sets on every play now. They're going heavy tight end two wide receivers and it just means that JSN's kind of the odd man out.
0: Oh no, I, I agree with you. Believe every word of it. And also the running game is clicking, so Yeah. I mean Kenneth Walker's doing great. I'm just still upset about it.
1: It's, I bought it's into brutal.
0: I bought into a lot of JSN and have gotten zero return thus far.
1: Is it can you drop him in redraft leagues right now or should you hold on?
0: Depending on how deep it is, you may can drop him. Mm. I would try to hold if you can, but if you can't and you have a need, I think it's okay to drop. Him.
1: It's so brutal because the whole game with rookie wide receivers is that you want to hold on for like the back end of the season. Yeah, historically, rookie receivers are not great the first month, even it the first two months. Will catch fire
0: at some point this season. Maybe. I hope. I think. I think we he's hope. talented.
1: I, I do think he's that talented, but also at a certain point, like JSN right now, is he better as an NFL player than Tyler Lockett? Eh. I don't know. Is he a better player? Honestly, DK Metcalf has looked really good to start the season. It, he hasn't dominated in terms of stats, but I mean he's he's been their alpha, and, and Tyler Lockett's been getting his too. So I don't know. It's it's a tough situation if you if you love JSN because I get it. I mean he's. I mean, incredible. It, it'll but
0: it'll have to be something like they start losing because right now they're winning, so yeah, they're not going to change bot. the formula until so, until it's not working anymore. So right they will have to start losing some games or something.
1: You hate to say it, but also, you're almost you hoping s- for an injury.
0: If you see my eyes wandering, I'm watching the Bears-Commanders game right now. DJ oh, Moore. G- why, just,
1: uh, why would you do that to yourself? Well,
0: DJ Moore just had like a 70-yard reception. Oh, wow.
1: Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, the Panthers and wide receivers. You had one. You had one. <laughs> <laughs> That's ex- It's so funny because I saw a tweet somewhere, and I don't know who said it, but it was... Um, the Panthers need a wide receiver one. Who should they go get? And the, the quote tweet was, DJ Moore. Go
0: get DJ Moore. Because <laughs> it's but to perfect. But to be fair, they wouldn't have Bryce Young if they still had DJ Moore.
1: Right. It, honestly, at the end of the day, it was probably the right move to go get Bryce Young. Because I, I do think Bryce Young is going to be a good NFL quarterback. And frankly, a good NFL quarterback is worth DJ Moore and whatever else they paid to get him.
0: If, if he turns out to be good, whatever you paid was enough. If it was an overpay, no. That was, that was enough.
1: Yeah. All right. Starts of the week, we've got quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers,
0: tight ends. You know Uh, who to start. We don't need to go down there,
1: right? I mean, at this point, if you've got Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Sam Laporta, am I missing anybody? T.J. (laughs) Hawkinson. Oh, I love it so much.
0: Say his name. Uh,
1: If you've got one of those four guys, you're good. If you don't, you're not good. That's that is, that's it. That's as simple as it gets with tight ends.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think we need to go any farther than that. You start the top four. It's crazy that Sam Laporta is in that top four, but he's legit. So yep, go with it.
1: Oh, there's other one. There's one other piece of news. Uh, Jamison Williams is oh, going. He's, he's back. back. That's right. He's I back. He's going to play Sunday. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, Jamison Williams is back. Uh, what does it mean?
0: If if nothing else, it's going to open things up for the rest of the Detroit offense. Yeah. They finally have They've been doing a good job with, you know, who is they have Josh Reynolds and and somebody else I think. They've been doing okay, but I mean Jameson Williams is a better field stretcher than anybody. So that's going to open up the middle for Amon-Ra. Should open up running lanes for Montgomery. I would I want to say Gibbs, but I he's got to get more than 3 touches before I say that. Uh <laughs> But yeah, oh, I, I think it's good for the offense as a whole. I'm not selling out to get Jamison Williams yet. No, I'd, I I want to no. see it first, and I'm he's one of those like you know I'm kind of willing to miss on him also. But yeah,
1: I view Jamison Williams as a better as better for the Detroit Lions offense in real life football than he is a fantasy asset. I don't know if you're ever going to want to start him. I could be wrong. I, I did not feel super convinced that Devon A. Chain was going to be incredible. I had him ranked high, but I wasn't. That was one of those, like, I'm going out on a limb here. I don't know how I feel about it.
0: Eh, he was you know. one of the, Everything said he's not supposed to be.
1: Right. All the measurables, everything that we, that we look at that says, here's what's going to make a great fantasy running back. Devon A. Chain was none of those things except the fact that he was explosive. Apparently that's all it took.
0: In that in that Miami offense, that's all you need.
1: Yeah. All right. Starts of the week. Give us your quarterback start of the week.
0: Well, I would like to say Justin Fields because I just watched him throw a dart to DJ Moore for a touchdown. <laughs> Opening drive, but that game is happening now. So when you're hearing this, you won't know. Uh, I'm going to go with Matthew Stafford. Hello. Wow. Kopp is coming back. Puka Nakua. All the weapons are there for for the Rams. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. The Eagles actually. Fun fact, as it sits, have the six have given up the six most passing yards. Wow. And Matthew Stafford is throwing for like three hundred yards a game. Yes. So in a shootout, what I hope is a really good game. I think you definitely start Matthew Stafford, especially with Cooper Cup. He hasn't thrown a ton of touchdowns, but I mean, guess what? He hasn't had his best receiver. So now that he's got him back, fire it up.
1: Th- that's that's a sneaky good one. I don't know that a lot of people are going to want to start Matthew Stafford this week, but that's you may not want to.
0: Point. But if if Cup is going, I'm starting him in one league because I have to, because I'm starting him over yeah. Joe Burrow. Yeah, doesn't feel good, but I am. But if Cup is playing, that that's going to feel really good.
1: Honestly, even Cup, even if Cup isn't playing, I wouldn't feel bad about it. No, totally I, I do think you.
0: he's going to throw all over the field on the.
1: Yeah. The one thing with the Eagles is their secondary has not been great this year. Everything else about that team is awesome. They've
0: given up the six most passing yards this season. Jeez.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Mine is going to be Jordan Love versus Vegas. This is mostly because of Vegas, because they are garbage. But I will say this. Jordan Love has been one of the surprises in fantasy football this year. I mean, he has... He's not bad. uh, He's not been bad, and... Honestly, he's been a top-five quarterback, which feels bad. He's the quarterback three in fantasy football right now. Um, it, is, it is basically due to touchdowns. He has thrown, what are we at, eight touchdowns so far in four games. That will help. That will do it for you. He's also got a couple of rushing touchdowns. So 10 total touchdowns in four games. That helps.
0: Who's ahead of him? I mean, I'm imagining it's got to be Josh Allen and, and Herbert, maybe?
1: That's it. That's the list. It, doesn't that feel crazy?
0: That is that is strange. I mean, it doesn't feel crazy that Allen and Herbert are one and two. That feels yeah. normal. And then there's a list of about four guys I would expect to be three. Yeah, I would say I wouldn't be surprised if my, obviously Mahomes, maybe Lamar Jackson. I know Burrow's been playing bad, but preseason, like you know, if he thrown ten touchdowns by this point, wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Justin Fields maybe. No. Yeah. None of them.
1: Yeah, here in five point scoring. This is Jordan Love's weekly outputs. Uh The QB3, QB16, QB6, and QB12. Uh, obviously, the touchdowns are probably going to dial back a little bit, but I will say this. I mean, he has a good group of young wide receivers. The schedule thus far has been pretty lax. I mean, it was Chicago, Atlanta, New Orleans, Detroit. They are not that's not a murderer's row, let's put it that way. And Vegas, again, not, not the worst. Or not the best, sorry. So, I don't know. I feel like Jordan Love is, is that one quarterback that like nobody really wants to start because it just doesn't quite feel right. But I feel like at this point, after four straight weeks of good production and in a plus matchup, I think you can fire up Jordan Love and feel okay about it. Yeah. I'm starting Jordan Love over Trevor Lawrence again. And it feels Feels that that, it feels so bad, but I picked him up.
0: Uh,
1: Yeah, I picked him up, and he outscored in a game in which they got molested by Detroit. Um, He still finished with more fantasy points than Trevor Lawrence. He played like dog crap. He threw two picks, um, but he had a rushing touchdown, a passing touchdown, 250 yards. Ended up with 18 and a half points. It was more than Trevor Lawrence. So. I don't know. If he can go out there and play terrible and still produce for fantasy, I'm in. That's great. It's like Jalen Hurts a couple of years ago. So, I'll take it.
0: Fair enough.
1: Running backs.
0: Running backs. Uh, you're going to love this one. And oh. I know you love it because I got the doc before you did. Yeah, uh, you did. I am firing up Brees Hall this week. Well, And it is simply because of what Robert Sala said that Brees is going to come out here. He is like, Fully no longer on a snap count, nothing holding him back, full workload approved, ready to go. And the fact that the Jets didn't look half bad against a really good Chiefs defense.
1: They didn't. And probably a lot of this is, is, um, is Zach Wilson going to be not horrible? Because that's literally all he has I'm to be. I'm not buying it terrible. yet,
0: but had his best game in his career up against the Chiefs in prime time.
1: Yeah. He didn't even need to be that good, and I would still feel okay about Brees Hall. And again, the Chiefs are a really good defense too. So it's like I, I was not starting him last week at all, but now it's Denver. And Justin Fields was, what was he, 12 for
0: 12? 12 Justin three Fields at one point 12 for 12 for 300 yards, or no, three touchdowns at halftime against yeah. them. Miami dropped 70 on them the week before. They've given up 98 points in two weeks.
1: Let's put it this way. 98. If it's not, not going to happen this week, it might not be happening.
0: Yeah, that's fair. If Brees Hall doesn't do anything this week, then I'm hitting the panic button. I'm very concerned.
1: What does he have to do for you not to hit the panic button?
0: Uh, I don't know. A, A he's got to like, I would hope for like 12, 15 fantasy points. But like okay. 12, 15 fantasy points and it's not like, he had like a 10 yard rushing touchdown, and that was it. Like, I want to see com- some consistent production. Like, he gets the ball 15 times, maybe catches two or three passes, yeah. has like 80 yards and a touchdown.
1: He has averaged six and a half a carry so far this year. So, the, I mean, he's going to be good, I think, in terms of like, if you just give him the workload, I can absolutely see Brees Hall being good on a bad team. The problem is if Zach Wilson sort of reverts to being like, like when they played the Cowboys. And it, it just didn't matter. Like, Brees Hall could have been the second coming of Ladanian Tomlinson. It would not have mattered because that offense was that bad that night. So you just hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I would have – in that one main league, this is the first week I'm risking it for the biscuit. I'm starting Brees Hall, and I just hope – that I haven't made a massive mistake. You're also sitting starting at like four so you know
0: if you, take I an, am. if you take an L this week, you, you'll live.
1: I, yeah, I just don't want to. <laughs> I just don't want to lose. I'm like, okay, I'm in my magic little bubble right now. I'm four and zero, and I don't want it to stop. It's Listen, been so I nice. I went
0: thirteen and zero last year in that league, and lost. lost. Yeah, undefeated. Yeah, and not like in a not like close undefeated. Like it was just a runaway, like undefeated. Yep.
1: Yeah, I, I, I didn't need to know that. My, my confidence was already slim.
0: Listen, this league, has, this league has left me with emotional scars. So if you think I'm going <laughs> to let you gonna sit here and be like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, you're doing great, buddy. Good job. No, this league <laughs> torments me. And I want the same to happen to you. Uh,
1: so anyways, I'm starting Brees Hall this week. Somebody pray for me. Um, all right, my running back start of the week. This will make your heart happy. It's DeAndre Swift versus the Rams. I'm so happy. The Rams are not a great start for running backs no, they're really so not. far this year. They're really not. It's not an amazing matchup. But what this is is I have a feeling the Eagles are going to have to score points, and DeAndre Swift has looked miles better than every other other running back in that backfield. He's, He's probably going to have... Yeah, he really has. He's probably going to have 80-plus rushing yards, and if he scores, it's a win. But, like, I can't really see a scenario where he has less than, like, seven fantasy points this week. Obviously, if he's the start of the week, we think he's probably going to have, like, 15 to 20. I can see 15 to 20 very easily happening, honestly, like, every single week. Uh, But definitely in a matchup like this where I feel like the Eagles are going to have to score points, when there's touchdown upside like this, I think Swift is probably going to score. If he does anything in passing game, it's a plus because he's been really dominating on the ground thus far, which is pretty wild to see. Yeah. So yeah, uh, DeAndre Swift, top ten running back this week feels pretty wild, but honestly, he's probably like top eight for me this week.
0: Yeah, I I agree with it, and I'm I'm happy to hear you say it. It makes my heart happy to hear that.
1: You know, i got to call a spade a spade. He's been good. Yeah. The, the jig is up.
0: All right, wide receivers.
1: <clears throat> Hit me with them.
0: Mine, it's, it's a cop-out because I put two names here, but they're on the same team. I'm going to go Christian Kirk slash Calvin Ridley, and there's reasoning behind it. The Bills defense is very good. I'm not going to argue with you there. I yep. did lose Tradavius White to an Achilles injury. Really sucks for Jadavius White. I was sad to see that because he just came back from the ACL. Yeah. So it's really gonna to be tough for him to come back now from that. So, A, you lose your top cornerback, and the Jaguars have been in London since last week. They've they've stayed the whole time. The Bills have to travel over there, get over the jet lag, everything. They're coming off a huge emotional win against the the Dolphins. I feel like this is this is a good time for Jacksonville to really catch him off guard and hit him in the mouth early. I'm going to I'm going to say you fire up both Kirk and Ridley.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Who of those two do you think is going to have a bigger game?
0: With no white, I'm going to say Ridley. I think Black, I mean the volume has been consistent with him. He's been getting seven, eight targets a week. He got uh, I think 12 targets in week 1. Last week, I'm gonna kind of rattle off, right off as an anomaly. The Falcons, I mean, it was an ugly game, but they really were kind of just dominating the whole way. Um, and it the Falcons were taking like rid, were intentionally trying to take Ridley out of the game. But I think I'd prefer him. We'll see what happens with Jay Jones. Jay Jones is the key for for Kirk to me. If Jay Jones isn't playing, I think you lock him in. Mm. Because if Jay Jones is playing, that's when you relegate Kirk to just the slot role.
1: Right. Yeah. And even, I mean, he's had a couple good games just playing the slot. I, I think, what was it, two weeks ago, he had like 14 targets in 100 yards, basically yeah. just being the slot guy. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't hate it. Um, my start of the week is also because of another team's injury. It is Chris Olave against the New England Patriots. Hold and on. a we lot of it...
0: Olave is a top 10 receiver.
1: I know. But hear me out. Uh, Chris Olave has... Slightly underperformed. I mean, through the first three weeks he was the wide receiver twelve. So he really hadn't underperformed, I mean, but then Derek Carr hurt his AC. Right joint. Right where
0: we had him ranked was like twelve.
1: Exactly. Well, Derek Carr got hurt and he had a stinker last week. A 1.4 point week. He shouldn't have. Derek Carr should not have been out there. They should have they threw Jameis Linson out there for one play and he threw a pick. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they 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 said Jameis. Charles, what you got. Nope. Famous James. Nope. Come back. Nope. Mistake. So, I think... Uh, what was I saying? Oh, Matthew Judon for the uh, Patriots is injured. He's out. Christian Gonzalez, their stud rookie corner, is also out. So, you've got the Patriots' best corner and best pass rusher are no longer playing. Mm. So, in my mind, if... Uh, Like It doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. I feel like Chris Olave is going to have a field day. If they throw out Jameis Winston, great. Fire him up. If they throw out a Derek Carr a couple weeks post-AC joint injury, great. Fire him up. I think Chris Olave is a top-12 play this week. And I think he scores. That's the other part. He hasn't scored yet. I think he he finally gets in the end zone. I I think it happens. I think this is the week. I have a feeling in my bones.
0: I'm fine with it.
1: But that's all fantasy football is, right? It's just feelings and intuitions and process.
0: Just took a pass, run like 30 yards.
1: Oh, good for him. Where's Roshon Johnson? Didn't everybody tell me Roshon Johnson was supposed to be the back on there? Roshon Johnson. It
0: ain't it. Bears are gashing the commanders right now. Passing game and running game. Feels about throwing another touchdown. Watch this.
1: I really thought the Bears were trying to tank for Caleb Williams. I thought that's what was supposed to be happening here.
0: I, that's what I would be doing. I would send... This is, what, this is what I would do if I'm the Bears. I would send Justin Fields for Kyle Pitts <laughs> and then go get Caleb Williams and oh, man. Marvin Harrison.
1: Well, the problem is what the Panthers are going to do is the Panthers don't have their first-round pick, so they're like, we're not going to give the Bears the, a good pick. We're going to go get a receiver... Pay way too oh, much for it. They got to prove to me that they can win games.
0: first. They're winning four. Well,
1: yeah, but I mean, if if they had, I truly think if they had a legit wide receiver out there, even a Marquise Brown. I know he's not like a. And also, if you
0: if you traded for Kyle Pitts, you, you really need Marvin Harrison. You got Kyle Pitts and DJ Moore. Gosh, that's true.
1: And honestly, at that point, you're not going to finish last in the NFL. You're just not. Kyle Pitts and D.J. Moore. That's enough. Justin yeah, Fields you can be field okay.
0: Team. No, no, no. You traded oh, Fields okay. to get Kyle Pitts. Who's,
1: who's their backup quarterback? Is, what is it, like Tim know. Boyle? <laughs> they, they would be terrible. <laughs> it would be so bad. Uh, anything else? That's or are we about. hopping out of here? All right, let's go watch some football. Appreciate you, uh, everybody, for listening. Once again, leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening to the show. We'll see you next week when we're reacting to week five and all the craziness that comes along with it. Hopefully, all your teams perform admirably. Get some wins. See y'all. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode and want to connect to us, follow us on Instagram at FantasyBrothers underscore or on Twitter at FantasyBros underscore. If you want to support the show, you can do that at Patreon forward slash Fantasy
0: Brothers.